Well, hey, good morning, church. Welcome to Remote Control, part two. And last week, I corrected some common misunderstandings about God that often lead people to false conclusions, disappointments, or even hard feelings toward God. For example, one false conclusion is that God is in control of everything and everyone. So he must be responsible for the evil in the world. Or whatever happens is God's will. And God's will will just happen no matter what I do. And whatever happens is beyond my control. It's all God doing it. Or God gives and takes away. So be careful, friends, and discern the truth about God. Change your mind about him. He is good. And remember that he's good. The next time something bad happens. And don't blame God. But today, I want to show you a correct and healthy way to view God. And relationally involve him in your day-to-day life. So listen very, very carefully. Yes, God is in charge. But he is not controlling the events and the choices of your life. Not unless you give him controls for your life. I mean, voluntarily invite him into the driver's seat of your life. Sometimes we say, enthrone him. Kilalanin siya bilang hari. Unahin mo siya sa first place, sa top priority ng buhay mo. Because God won't just take over the control of your life without your permission. He could, but he will not. Another example is like God is the owner of the earth and everything and everyone in the earth. Psalms 24 verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all its people belong to him. But God doesn't own your attention until you choose to pay attention to him. He can try to catch your attention if he wants And he often does. But God won't take away your choice to not give him attention. Ganon din sa praise and worship. He doesn't have your worship until you make the choice to give him praise. He doesn't take worship out of you, but he's eager to receive your worship. The same thing with control. In our lives, God could take over control, but he chooses not to, not until the end of the world. When Philippians chapter 2 verse 10 and 11 says, every knee will bow and every tongue will declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. But you can voluntarily choose already to put him first place in your life right now. Can I recommend that you do that? Surrender your whole life, every part, to God. Abandon yourself. Yield and submit to God's will. Not your own opinion or your desires. Sarili mo mga decisions. Namaaring sasabihin mo, Tim, that's too much. Sobra naman radical, fanatical then mawawala ako sa control ng buhay ko. 
Why should I do that? Why should I surrender or, or submit to whatever God wants? I'll give you the reasons. Listen, number one, He is worthy. Ang Dios ay creator. Nilikha and everything around. He's the only true God. Hari na mga hari. Lord of Lords. Watch this. Lord, ang saya-saya ko ngayon. Ikas nag-isada mo, itigayan sa'yo. Wow! Di ba kung sinong uupo dito, siya ang gagawa ng lahat ng desisyon. Yes, Lord, alam ko. Alam ko ako'y gumagawa ng mga decisions ko. Pero I want na ibigay ito sa'yo dahil lahat ng decisions mo ay perfect. Wow, I am honored. So, kumasakay ng kaibigan mong si Richie. Did you talk to her? Did you forgive her? Wait, Lord, kailangan ko bang gawin yun? Oo naman. Why, Lord? Bakit ko kailangan gawin yun? Because I want you to do it. Wait, Lord, hindi po kasi naiintindihan. Yung friend ko niyo, may attitude yun! Pwede ko ba siya ipag-pray muna ng one week? No! Ngayon na ako sasagot. Diba po, Ring? I want you to do it. Dahil alam mo na gusto ko yung best para sa'yo at yung best para sa kanya. Kaya, forgive her. Hi, Puring. Kamusta ka? Ah, eh, okay lang naman. Wanna go out? Touch tayo. Sorry, busy ako. Check ko pa yung schedule ko. Check ko kung pwede na tayong lumabas. Oh, see. I hope everything is okay. Sige, pa, mana na ako. Lord, nasita mo yun? I thought, if you forgive mo siya. Wait, Lord, hindi mo kasi naiintindihan. Sabi mo, one week pa. No. Ikaw may sabi nun. Teka, teka, teka. Ano ibig sabihin nito? Diba sabi mo, ako upo dito at gagawa ng lahat ng decision, pero bakit? Joke lang, Lord, joke lang. Nabigla lang ako. Take a seat, take a seat. Are you sure? Yes, naman, Lord. Okay. So, go and forgive her? Wait, Lord, hindi mo kasi naiintindihan. Hindi mo gets. Hindi mo ko gets. Hindi mo ko naiintindihan. Ganito kasi. It's not working for him. Hindi pwedeng tayong dalawa ang umupo sa upuan. But Lord, why do you keep calling me Lord kung ayaw mo namang gawin ang mga sinasabi ko? No, I will not take it. You have to give it to me. It's either me or you. Puring, make a choice. I can't. Nakagawa ka na ng desisyon. Sabi ni Jesus, why do you call me Lord, Lord? But do not do what I say. Ang Panginoon, yung ibig sabihin, manager, boss, ruler. He's the one in charge. Revelations chapter 4 verse 11 says, Our Lord and God, you are worthy to receive glory, honor, power. You created all things and all things were created by your decision. So God is worthy. Meron akong kaibigan na napakamahal na, meron siyang napakamahal na sports car. It's extremely beautiful, extremely fast, and extremely valuable. Obviously, he would not just let anybody drive ang kanyang car. He would not allow someone to borrow or drive his car unless alam niya yung person na yan ay may, may skills or Meron siyang experience 
to handle a big responsibility. It, he could take care of it. He could drive it safely. But the one who borrows his most precious car would have to be somebody worthy of it. More than a car, your life is very valuable and very beautiful. You should not just entrust your life canino. Anybody could just use or abuse or confuse you. But not everybody is trustworthy to have the influence and the control over the big decisions of your life. But God is worthy. Kaya niyang ihandle at alagayan ng buhay mo. And that's why I recommend you give Him full control ng buhay mo because He is worthy. Pangalawang dahilan is God loves you. You can trust His heart for you. Jeremiah 29.11 God says, I have plans for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Ang puso ng Diyos ay para sa'yo, hindi laban sa'yo. In 1 Peter 5.7 says, Cast your worries onto Him because He cares for you. He loves you. An amplified version says, Cast your worries, your concerns, your anxieties. Ang salitang cast means release or turn over the control to Him. And you can trust His heart you can also respond to his goodness. First John 4:19, we love because he first loved us. Dahil minamahal kanya, we respond, you know, respond to his love. Luke chapter 7 verse 47, sabi ni Jesus, because her that woman's sins were forgiven, yeah, she loves much. Ang kanyang response to the forgiveness of her sins was she loves. Dulos a doulos, that's a Greek word in the Bible, that describes a person who is a lifelong slave by choice. And Paul, the apostle, called himself, proudly called himself, the doulos, a bond servant of the Lord. The concept came from Exodus chapter 21, verse 1 to 6, when you buy a Hebrew slave, he shall serve you for six years, but on the seventh year, you set him free. But if the slave plainly says, I love my master, I don't want my freedom, then his master is to bring him before God and to a door or doorpost and pierce his ear with a sharp metal rod. This will show that he is your slave forever. So, He's going to pierce his ear. And the word there, slave in Hebrew is abad. And it actually can also be translated worshiper. Here's a slave. He could go. He could leave. He could go anywhere he wants. Do all the things that he heard about, dreamed about. He could travel, get rich, sumikat, party, enjoy the good life. But this wise slave knows that his life is actually better off staying under the protection of his master. Sasabiyanya, I voluntarily stay as a slave. No, I feel that way. Sa ko with God, I give gladly give God control, decision-making power, authority sa aking buhay. 
Because God has taken good care of me. Naranasan ko ang pag-ibig niya. I trust His heart's motives para sa akin. I've seen the lives of some of my old friends and classmates who did not follow Jesus like I chose to. They've lived for themselves. They've went after money, sex, popularity, trying to get the good life, live for themselves. And the Bible says there's a way, and it seems right, but it only leads to death. But I chose to seek God's kingdom first. And guess what? All those things have been added to me as well. I, I really relate doon sa mga lyrics ng kanta nito. Your love is reaching me and I'm responding to it. Your love is changing me as I surrender to it. I'm holding nothing back. I give you every part. My soul has been released. Your love has captured my heart. God loves you and you can trust His heart. So give Him control. The third reason kung bakit dapat may bigay ang control ng buhay mo sa Diyos is because He's omnipotent, meaning all-powerful. One example of a person giving up control in the Bible is Abraham. God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. And that, that's hard to imagine. And he said, how could he do that? Nothing is more important than your own son. You know, but he knew, Abraham knew that God is omnipotent. He is all powerful. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 19 says that Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able, powerful, able to bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. See, God's power is unlimited to raise back up that which you voluntarily laid down. And if you pass this important test of giving God control, giving God the authority in all the important matters of your life, if you pass this test of not taking matters into your own hands, not trying to control your own life, then many times, listen, many times, God will release back to you the very thing that you've surrendered to Him. When God tested Abraham to sacrifice the thing that mattered most to him, his son Isaac, Abraham passed the test and proved that God could really have 100% control in his life. God told Moses to lay down his staff. Yung kanyang staff na naging ahas. And then sabi ni God, now you pick it up, but not by the head. Pick that snake up, your staff, by the tail. The head, picking up a snake by the head is the logical place. Because kung hawak mo yung ulo ng snake, you're in control of the snake. And yet God said, no, pick up your staff, that snake, by the tail. Na kung saan Moses is no longer in control. Alam mo, if you pick up a snake by the tail, you cannot control what will happen. That snake will turn around and maybe bite you. But God wanted Moses 
this time in Egypt, God wanted Moses not to be doing what he thinks is logical, what he thinks is best. Maskina may magandang intentions. You see, there's good works and there's God works. And there's always a risk in trusting God. But Moses picked up this time, he picked up his staff by the tail. And that staff, na dati, ang tawag dun sa staff is the staff of Moses. It became the miracle working rod of God and no longer just the staff of Moses. Number four reason is that God is all-knowing. The word is omniscient. Psalms chapter 147 verse 5 says that his understanding is infinite. You know, God knows everything and we do not. Isaiah 55 verse 8 and 9, God says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. You want to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Tell him what you're going to do. Tatawa lang siya. Kasi we don't know. Nung bago pa ako at bilang isang missionary, may mga kasama na missionary din. At gagaling nila, mga professionals. Sila may mga master's degree sa missions. Mga experts ito, trained by the elite universities. And guess what? Kahit ang ganda ng kanilang mga plano, today, marami ng mga plant, mga churches na plinat nila ay non-existent. You see, God sees the big picture. And He knows what's coming up ahead. He knows what's around the corner. Alam ng Diyos kung merong darating na dangers or detours or dead ends. Nakakita ang Diyos na mga things na hindi, hindi natin nakikita. Proverbs chapter 3 Verse 5 to 6 says, Trust the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. If you want something done right, we feel like, oh, I have to do it myself. But God is not a man that He should make mistakes. Sa Dios, the opposite is true. If you want something done right, let him get his hands on it. Let him have the controls. In John chapter 6, verse 68, people were quitting and leaving Jesus. So, tinanong niya sa mga disciples niya if they want to leave also. But Peter said, Lord, there's no one else that we can go to. Your words give eternal life. Parang sinasabi ni Peter, God, you know what's best for me. There's no one else who could be in control but you. And number five, God is omnipresent. That means always present, never absent. And the omnipresence of God is what counters fear. Psalms 23, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, these are uncontrollable circumstances. I will not fear because you are with me. The presence of God. His constant presence. Yan ang panglaban sa fear. Fear of giving God control over major areas of your life. Maybe fear of your financial situation. Fear what will happen sa love life ko, sa future. Madalas, ma- nasa isip natin is what if I give God you know, control? 
sa buhay ko, magkukumit ako, but then what if I don't have enough money? What if I never meet the right person? Paano kung I end up poor, insignificant, or alone? So there's fear. It's not fear that you doubt God's ability to help, but minsan, we just doubt His availability or His willingness. Oh, God's too busy. He's not... He's not concerned about me. I'm not worthy enough sa kanya. I don't deserve God's attention or His favor. Pero God is always with us. He's omnipresent. And the enemy of giving God control is the fear of what God might do. The antidote, the solution is trusting God's loving heart. I can trust Him to be with me forever. Hebrews 13, verse 5, I will never, sabi ng Diyos, under any circumstances, desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake you or let you down or relax my hold on you. Assuredly, not. Wow. God's promises are solid. So let Jesus take control of the steering wheel of your life. Trust Him to set the direction for your life, for your finances, for your family, your future. Trust that God knows where to go, where to take you, and how to get you there. Stop thinking you have to be in control. You know, some people, pagdating sa mga sasakyan, some people just want to be in control. They like to be the one driving. Now, sometimes may mga tao na, mga drivers na uncomfortable kung iba ang magdadrive. They don't trust other drivers. Kung ako, I prefer to re- relax and just rest. Uh, na-enjoy ko talaga kung iba ang magdadrive. Basta safe. But we need to trust God to hold the steering wheel. Imagine the new car dealer. Kabibili nang ng bagong sasakyan. And they congratulate new car owners by turning over the symbolic key. But what if the new owner then turns over the keys na kanyang sasakyan to God? And nagsasabing, God, you be the owner. You be the new owner. Ito, sayo ito. Come into my car. I give you the keys to my car. But also, I don't trust myself to drive safely and wisely. So I give you also the steering wheel and ask you to not only be the owner, but be the driver, the navigator, the mechanic, and manage every aspect of this vehicle. And God says, I'd be glad to. And we'll do this together. Sir, ito na po yung susi ng bago mong sasakyan. Jesus, Jesus, look! Yung bago kong sasakyan, oh! Ganda na, oh! Pero ang problema, 
Hindi ako marunong mag-drive ng maayos nito. Jesus, can you show me the way? Diba, I am the way? Ako ang daan. But, Jesus, where should I go? Basta makinig ka lang sa sasabihin ko, ituturo ko sa'yo kung saan ka pupunta. Jesus, can you be with me always in the car? Oo naman. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Sasamahan kita lagi. Pero, Jesus, dahil hindi ako marunong mag-drive nito, can you drive for me? Oo naman. I can. If you will let me to. Wow! Ganito pala yung feeling pag ikaw nagda-drive, Jesus. Very safe and very smooth. Sometimes I think, what would or what could my life have ended up like if God was not in control? Where would I be today if I did not ask God na magmanage ng aking buhay? I'd probably be dead or my life would be in a big mess of trouble. Because I've tried running my own life, my own way, chasing my own selfish ambitions. I've made foolish decisions. But full salvation, yung, yung talagang buong kataligtasan, it includes both accepting Jesus bilang tagapagligtas and in-invite siya na pumasok sa buhay. But it also involves Jesus being the Lord of your life where you invite Him to drive, to take over the controls of your life. So friends, my challenge for all of us is let nothing hinder your surrender. Let nothing hinder your surrender. Don't let fear na maging problema. That fear that God won't do what's best for you. Don't let disbelief hinder you from surrendering control sa Dios. Yung deception that ito ang magiging magandang source. Ito ang magiging supply or sustainer ko. Don't disbelieve that God is able. And don't let self-centeredness, yung desire to be your own Lord or your own God, don't let self-centeredness hinder you from releasing control to God. Instead, acknowledge God's worthiness. Kung sino siya, He's worthy of the control of your life. He loves you. Acknowledge His goodness and respond to Him. Acknowledge that He is all-powerful. He has all knowledge and He's always present. Now, how to surrender? Practically, admit that you can't control your own life. You're not meant to. So just acknowledge, admit na hindi ko kayang i-manage ng aking buhay. Next is submit. Ibig sabihin, lay everything down before God. Give Him every part of your life. And next is to commit. Commit to trust God and not depend on your own understanding. Ask God. Invite Him. Yield to Him. Surrender to Him bilang manager, bilang panginoon ng buhay mo. And don't quit. Don't 
quit because surrender is something that has got to happen every day. Hindi to one time, big time. Every day. Luke 9 verse 23 says, Give up your own way. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Releasing control to God in every area of your life. That's not a punishment. Hindi naman masamang gawin ito. This is not a sacrifice really. It's a blessing. It takes the pressure off of you and brings freedom. You don't have to worry. You don't have the stress, the struggle to have assurance of a blessed life. Because when God takes control of our lives, peace and rest comes. Provision, protection, the pleasure of God, the fullness of joy. So I highly recommend that you give control of your life to God. He's not controlling you or anybody else against your will. And that's why many things happen every day that are not God's will. But the good news is you can choose to voluntarily release control to God. Invite Him to enter your life. But not only enter, to become the director, the driver, the daily decision maker in all areas of your life. At pagsisimula ito sa isang simple prayer. Pray it with me. God, I believe. Say it, God, I believe. You are worthy. I believe you love me. I can trust your heart. You are good. And ngayon, Lord, I'm responding to your goodness. You are all-powerful, all-knowing, always present, never absent. I believe you'll never leave me, abuse me, abandon me, or neglect me. So in-invite na kita na pumasok sa aking buhay. Kayop mong hawak ng controls. I surrender. Sinusuko ko na ang aking puso, buhay, kaisipan lahat. I submit to your will. I yield to your ways and your timing for your purposes and your pleasure in my life. And I believe and receive. Anak mo na si Jesus Christ. At tinatanggap ko ang kanyang sacrifice sa cross bilang aking only way of salvation. And I invite Jesus to be my one and only Lord. Come and have control. Amen. Amen. Be back next week for part three of Remote Control.